Welcome to the very first episode of Touch Icing, the brand new hockey podcast. I am Tony Pickenich. Alongside me here, Eric Johnson. I'm Eric Johnson. <laughs> there he is. At the same time. Usually a third person with us. And, well, I could say usually, but it's our first episode, so not usually a third person. They're, they're scheduled to be. Tyler Dyes is usually with us. He is not here tonight. He is MIA at the moment. And if we do hear from him, we will add him in. But uh, until then, it is just Eric and I, and I guess we gotta have gotta announce what our qualifications are to be talking some sort of hockey. Like yeah, a to, reason for people to, talk, to listen to us. We have to talk something, right? Yeah. So, so what what would you see as your requirements to be able to talk hockey? Um, I mean, I don't know. You have to know who the Florida Panthers are. <laughs> right. That's the first thing. That's, that's so pick the least the populated one. team in the Eastern Conference and then go from there. <laughs> Who did Carolina used to be? I mean, I don't know. Oh, okay, I, you know, I got to ask you your question uh, right now, actually, for your qualification, your hockey uh, qualification. Are, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, what was the last team Yarmir Yager played on? Last NHL team? Calgary. See, you qualify. Okay. Right, right there. Yeah, see, that's, you, fit, you fit the requirements. It's 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 the it's the requirement test. Yeah, it's right. It's right there. That's what we should do. We should you know for the upcoming shows. We should try to like get random people on that just don't know hockey and just ask them random. Questions. Just ask them that, and if they don't answer it right, we throw. Them if they don't the answer show. the question. They, they sorry, you, you gotta go. You're gone. Done. So uh, I am. Uh, I've been watching hockey for like 16 years, and I'm a New Jersey Devils season ticket holder. I've been so is so I'm, is Tyler, and but he's not here. So I, I'm partial. I'm partial season ticket holder. Yep, and you're also a big fan of some teams out west there. You know, yeah, Calgary. yeah, yeah. Down the hatch for that. <laughs> oh man! So let let's let's dive right into the first topic we're going to discuss here on Top Rising. Now it's a little bit different than like let's say a normal may episode would be because right now there is no hockey we should be enjoying playoff hockey right now but the nhl is at a standstill with this whole coronavirus pandemic as is every other league that's true and we are not having any kind of hockey whatsoever but that doesn't mean the news in hockey stops there are topics to talk about there are things to discuss and the first thing we are going to talk about is the nhl proposed playoff format uh the new york post is reporting that the NHL is now in favor of a 24-game play, uh, 24-team playoff, and going straight to it. What, what do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, I don't get this thing of wanting to end or wanting to continue the regular season. I don't know why they want to do that. Um, I know Bettman's like, oh my god, we have to get this this regular season going. I'm like, no, you really don't, because if you're doing the 24-team format, and to be honest, I really think that's the best form. If you did like a best of three 2014 format, that would be phenomenal. That would make up for the fact that probably nobody's going to be there. Now, you say best of three. Are you saying like the first round best of three or the whole thing best of three? I'm saying first round, and then we can kind of tinker it as we go. How are you sorting your playoff format? Because there is some uh, discussion thrown around of like a play-in type thing. Like, how about, uh, you know, top four teams go to the second round and then the last eight play each other, like, in the first round? To be honest, I think it would be really, really cool if they just did one versus 24. Oh, man, not even, like, splitting it up conference-wise, just one versus 24. 
Nope. Do it like they did in the late 70s, early 80s. Mm. That's an interesting, interesting proposal. That's what I would do. Now, one other way we have to talk about how the NHL would sort out the standings is, um, are you going by points accumulated or points percentage? Now, the teams don't change when you go in between points accumulated and points percentage. Then, then why are you asking me that? <laughs> because the standings of the team would. Oh, okay. And if you go into discussions about how if you want to do uh, like first-round buys for the top four teams in each conference or something like that, or who has home ice advantage in a series, that's where it could get a little hairy. So the cutoff right now for, uh, in the East would be Montreal with 71 points, and in the West would be Chicago with 72 points. The teams missing the playoffs in the East are the New Jersey Devils, Buffalo Sabres, Ottawa Senators, and Detroit Red Wings. And in the West is the Anaheim Ducks, Los Angeles Kings, and San Jose Sharks. So no California hockey in the playoffs whatsoever in this 2014 format. You know, what they should do is – this is just my opinion. Just take what – do the 1 through 24, and then whichever teams they don't – you know, that don't make it, just put them in the lottery. Put them in the draft lottery and then just that, – that would, that would make sense. With, with the revised format to the draft lottery. Now, one of the uh, – like the models I've seen kicked around is the top four teams in each conference get a buy. So in the East would be Boston. If you go by points percentage, let's for the sake of argument, go by points percentage. Mm -hmm. In the East, it would be Boston, Tampa, Washington, Philly, get a first round buy. And the West would be St. Louis, Colorado, Vegas, and Edmonton. So Pittsburgh would play Montreal. The Rangers would play Carolina. The Islanders would play Florida and the Maple Leafs would play the Blue Jackets. And then the winner, the losers of that best of three series in that, quote-unquote, first round, get thrown back into the lottery. So you have the traditional amount of teams in the NHL draft lottery. I like that a lot, Ashley. It would make it – listen, I'm sure if you're a bottom-dwelling team, let's say New Jersey, Anaheim, and down, you're, you would love to have just a 17 draft lottery. Mm -hmm. Because Alexis Lafreniere is the – the trophy on the pedestal for and, being bad this season. And that's the thing. With Lafreniere, you kind of have to have the current format. You know, Just because he's, he, he's franchise-altering. The, the last time we had this format for the draft lottery, the supposed format where only the top like three or four teams can move up to number one, it was for McDavid. And I remember there was a lot of tanking going on with Buffalo and Edmonton just trying to continue to see how bad they were. Did Buffalo have the best chance at McDavid that year? Yeah, right? Yeah, it was Buffalo and then Toronto yeah. and Edmonton. Yeah. Or was it Arizona? No, it was Arizona. That was, it was Buffalo, Arizona, then Edmonton. It basically, if we go by that format this year, it's uh, basically either going to be Detroit or Ottawa when it comes to winning the draft, winning the first overall and of, pick. And, of course, Ottawa has San Jose's pick this year. Yeah. But uh, San Jose, Los, San Jose, San Jose's pick, Los Angeles, and Anaheim's pick would all be in it. But once you get down to Anaheim, I think it's like they have like a 0.8% chance of winning it. So it, the, the odds would heavily favor the top two teams. And, and I, Detroit, Detroit would get no worse than the second overall pick. So Quinton Byfield would be at, I'm really would be at least their prize. I'm just really not a fan of that. It's too – with a generational talent as the first overall pick, I know as a Devils fan, 
I was sitting here going, well, listen, we might suck, but the ch- there's a chance at Alexis Lafreniere. And taking that chance away, it's like, okay, why are the Devils playing March? You know, just didn't matter anyway. Yeah. They can move up to two. Great. But Quentin Byfield is going to be a great player. Fantastic player. He's not going to be Alexis Lafreniere. Ottawa could get both of them. They could, which would be insane. Well, under this format, Detroit can only move down to two. That, that's the thing. There's so much to be unveiled, I guess, with the plan. I know there's just so many contingencies getting leaked. By the way, to anybody that's listening, don't take anything, you know, if it's said in a league memo, because there's 20 different league memos getting sent out now every week. Yeah. Uh, it's just so hard to tell which ones are legitimate, which ones are just like, hey, worst case scenario. Well, the league uh, memo, the leaked league memo last week was, uh, oh, we're going to have an announcement. The NHL's told the, the, the board that they want to have their draft June 5th. We're going to have an announcement. And then there just wasn't one. Yeah, and then Seattle, and Seattle <laughs> was supposed to reveal their name at the All-Star break, and that didn't happen. So. Yeah. I don't know. I think we're going to get – I think you're going to get the draft lottery June 5th. I think you're going to get the draft sometime after that. I think. Do you, you, th- do you think we'll have Do you think we'll have hockey by June fifth? No. So, do you, but do you think we have a set plan in place? I for think what I it's going to look like. Yeah, and I think if you put the draft before, the, what I what it would be really interesting. And this is you know you want to talk about things getting wacky. How about you have the non lottery teams draft the first round and make it like an hour primetime special. And then just go into the quote unquote with the, second go, round. Go with, with the, the team go with, after. Go with the playoffs. Oh, and, then wow. which, and then all the teams that made the playoffs drafted sometime in August. Hopefully. Now you'd have to you'd have to create rules at that point. There's um, just let's say let's say you go yeah. let's say you go through that route and you have the draft, let's say June twenty second. Just for argument's sake. Mm-hmm. Now, are the play are the teams allowed to get those players in their practice arenas in July and August? Well, there's a playoff tournament going on of some sort. That's because the thing. then that that gives those rookies an advantage over other rookies being drafted. Even though people players usually beyond seven, you're not going to see make the team out of their first year. A, t- a player still could, and would give them some sort of advantage. Uh, give the players one through seven some sort of advantage over the rest. I don't know. It all depends on whether or not hockey's being played at that time. I think. That's just – and I'm not a health expert, so I'm not going to say, you know, when hockey is coming back. Truth be told, none of us know. None of us know what's, when it's coming back, how many people are going to be allowed, where it's going to be held because we don't know which teams are going to be hub cities. I know Vancouver and Edmonton offered. That doesn't mean that, anything. That hub cities idea, it, it looks like that's getting like, like losing steam as we go here. Yeah. A lot of players are just not as happy with that as I thought. And, you know, I know we're a hockey podcast, but, you know, MLB. MLB's doing it with Arizona, and that's not getting any steam. Why should nope. it get any steam for the NHL? Now, I heard what the Hub City's idea for the NHL is you play out these – what, teams have like six, like, regular season games left. They, they said, we'll probably go to 76 games and finish out a regular season. Now, you play those six games in Hub Cities, and they wanted, you know, to play playoff series in home arenas. Is that know. completely feasible? I don't know. I, With all I the travel restrictions, I, I don't, I don't know because each state has different restrictions. Not even state. We're going, 
it's it's country lines. Well, I'm point. talking about gatherings of more than ten people. Yeah, I'm not even. It's not even involved like around country, but you know, there's no gatherings of ten people here in New Jersey, and you know, Texas where Dallas is playing, who's supposed to be making the playoffs. That's different. Or Florida. Trust me, right now, Madison Square Garden is not going to hold any playoff games this year, with fans or without. Yeah. Yeah, it would be tough. It's going to be really tough because the latest I heard is Madison Square Garden shutting down all public events till the end of July. All public events. Now, would a hockey game without fans be considered a public event? That's the question, and that revolves around the ban I've been saying on mass gatherings. Yeah. It, it's all really hinging on that. Yeah, the NHL has a lot of stuff to figure out here. I think delaying the announcement of the draft, I don't think a June 5th draft is the answer. I don't think the draft – I didn't want an announcement on the draft this week. I think it's still way too early to discuss draft. NFL is in a different boat because that's when the draft is usually scheduled for. Yes, they, they went on their usual days. And I'll say the it. NHL, it would be a move-up for the NHL. It was a success, the NFLs. Yes, even Roger Goodell in his comfy-ass chair was a success. I wouldn't want to see Gary Bettman in a comfy-ass chair. I'll be real with you. I kind of want to see him sitting on spikes, but that's just me. Would you want to see him holding a jar of M&M's eating it? Uh, no. I mean, he doesn't really seem like an M&M's guy, I'll be real with you. He seems like a Skittles yeah, guy. M&M's is a sponsor. Ugh. M&M's is a sponsor of the league. Yeah. Or if he's drinking Bud Light. Mm. Just drinking a thing of Bud Light. Just getting first, hammered yeah. and out to draft picks. <laughs> With the first pick in the NHL draft, the Ottawa Senators select Jack Daniels. Wait a minute. No, that's not what I meant. Oh, man. The NHL has so much stuff to figure out here down the stretch. I, I think hockey's going to be played at one point or another. I think next season will get trimmed. Which, to be honest, I'm, I'm fine with. But I, do you hear the report? We've seen that before. We've seen a trimmed from, season before. Do you hear the report from Freeman today? No. Um, they're legally, because of some con- – it was something in, like, the league CBA, there has to be a 55-game break between the last 55 day 55 days between the last game of the season for the Stanley cup and the start of next season. Yeah. So let's say you're playing a game, you know, Stanley cup in late August, early September. You're not cutting out that many games in 2020, 2021. Unless the team could come to an agreement uh, the 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 league and the players union can come to agreement to alter the CBA in this special time, you know. Yeah, because every time the leagues tried to alter the CBA, it's gone over extremely well. Listen, they have a very good reputation. <laughs> As it's resulted in three lockouts, the last three CBA alterations. Perhaps one more coming down the pipe. Oh yeah, we're probably getting one in a year, year and a half. Mm. We have no clue how the pandemic's affecting that. Yeah, I, I, man, I hope, I hope they can get this settled because I, I think they're going to award the Stanley Cup this year. And they keep saying the integrity of next season must not be altered, but this is the league that played a 48 game season in 13 14. Well, the 12, NBA, 12 13. Here's the thing the NBA has been used to playing shortened seasons. We saw it, what, 
I think the same, either 13, 14, or 12, 13. Yeah. Saw short in NBA season. We saw a, like a 35 game NBA season in 98, 99, and saw an eight seed advance to the finals. <laughs> I mean, we've seen anything, and I know everyone's talking about integrity of next season. Come on. What, what's the big deal if we play 75 games next season? I don't get this thing with wanting to continue the regular season. No, it, it wouldn't make any sense unless you want to even up the amount of games played and you want to go by points, which I don't think is a feasible option. I think you should uh, just go by points percentage at that point. Yeah, that's, that's a big If Let me tell you this right now. If every team played the exact same number of games, this wouldn't be a problem. None of this would be a problem. With finishing out the regular season, Draft yeah. Line. So let let's let's move now to our next topic. Um, yeah. This is uh, this is an interesting one regarding Washington Capitals forward uh, Brandon Leipzig, uh, who's in uh, who's in trouble. Big trouble. After, after uh, an account was hacked, there was a group chat between Brandon Leipzig, his brother Jeremy Leipzig who was going to the University of Manitoba playing hockey, but he was kicked off the hockey team at the university. And uh, the Panthers' Jack Roadwald. Now, this conversation was hacked, and there were screenshots put out of some very vulgar uh, vulgar language used by Leipzig and the others in the chat, and some very derogatory remarks made towards teammates, teammates' wives, and uh, other people in general. Former teammates, too. Current and former, former. teammates, yep. It's uh, – uh, do you believe – because I don't. Do you believe Brandon Leipzig plays another game in the National Hockey League? Um, it depends, really. Depends on if there is a team that's willing to take him on. If I was a team, would I? No. Absolutely not. But I could see I could see him play another game. I don't think he's going to play in Washington. He's a restricted free agent after this season. Uh, do you think he plays another game next season? Uh, no. And so that would count out the playoffs too this year. I could, I could see desperate need Seattle in a couple of years. Takes him on as UFA. And – when it comes to desperate needs of an expansion franchise, if they go the route of Vegas and they have that same sort of of success. Leipzig was there first year in Vegas. Yeah. But they're not going to need a player like him. There there are other players like him that would fill that need if Seattle needs somebody like that. This is a, I would, there's only one reason I would like to see him play again. And there's only one team I'd like to see him play against. I want to see him play against Vancouver. Oh, because of what yeah, he said about Pearson and Vertanen? Yeah. I want to see what Tanner Pearson does to him after the remarks he made about Tanner Pearson's wife. Oh, that's, I, that's what I'd yeah. love to see. Because I think Pearson, Pearson would, would jump the on crap him. out of him, too. He would. Tanner Pearson's tough. He's a tough player. By the way, another thing out of all of the line mates to uh, critique and degrade, Garnet Hathaway would not be one of them that I would. No, no, that would not be a smart choice. Garnet Hathaway is a Tom Wilson type player. <laughs> Who would have thought, man? After all this, we look at the Washington Capitals, and Tom Wilson isn't the most hated guy on the team anymore. 
Yeah, right. Leipzig. It took something like this to make Tom Wilson not as bad. You can make a damn good argument that Tom Wilson is now the third most hated player on that team, but behind Hathaway and Leipzig. Yeah. Now, his brother was uh, Jeremy Leipzig, thrown off the University of Manitoba hockey team. That I get. That I completely understand. That I completely understand because there's no cover. I mean, I got to imagine there's not even another school that takes him on. I I can't. I, I can't. Can or can't? I, I can't see it. I can't see another team taking them on, especially for now, college. To say their career is over, I don't, I don't think they're – I'm saying, at least in the case of, of Brennan Leipzig, that he won't play another NHL game. But I don't think his career is over. I don't think his career is um, over either. This is, yeah, he's going to bounce around the European system for a little bit. Hey, and maybe, maybe if enough time has gone by. I mean, where's Slava Voinov playing right now? Oh, man, remember that whole thing? Slava Voinov, I mean, it's, it, every year there's a rumor he's coming back. He's coming back. He's coming back. Listen, Leipzig, listen what Leipzig did was bad. It wasn't Slava Voinov. No, no, it wasn't. That was a whole nother level of bad. And there's always a rumor every year that, you know, Slava Voinov's coming back, but it would take NHL reinstatement. My favorite Voinov rumor. Montreal's looking to move PK. PK donates like $15 million to a children's hospital. They trade him and they want to bring in Voinov because he's not a locker room cancer like PK is. Yeah. I, I, that would have been a total Montreal move. Slava Voinov was a good defenseman in his day, though. Like that time he spent with Los Angeles, he was a very good defenseman. Like that's the only situation that's somewhat similar to this. Yeah. Because Mike, Mike Richards is not. Mike Richards was drugs. Um, Did, wasn't, didn't Brett Connolly get in trouble too? Was it Brett Connolly? I might be thinking of just Mike Richards. Uh, Austin Watson got in trouble. For, he, he's um, back, right? He got like 20 games and he's back. Yeah. Kuznetsov had drug trouble. Kuznetsov barely got anything. Yeah, he got three, right? Is that it? Yeah. Nate Schmidt had like a drop of a banned substance and tried to get the 20 game suspension reduced and he couldn't. Yeah, yeah, but that's not, it's not even all that. It's not Voinov level. And I wouldn't say this Leipzig situation is Voinov level. Because here's the thing it's not, it's, I think it's higher than drug problems. What Leipzig did was bad. It's not illegal. Yeah, and it was in a private conversation, which it's still doesn't make it right. Conversation. Listen, I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm not defending what he did. What he did was horrific, and he should be punished for it. But it's not against the law. What Voinov did, what Mike Richards did, what Austin Watson did was against the law. The problem uh, is an RFA after this year. Do you think the NHL takes action and suspends him? Yes. How much? Because I'm guessing the suspension would be on their conduct detrimental to the league. I'd say somewhere between five and ten. Yeah, I still don't think a team takes a chance on them after that, though. Listen, I, like I'm saying, I've if Kuznetsov got three and there was a private video of him doing drugs, then I can't see Leipzig getting more than ten. There's no way. Sure. Do you, do you believe that uh, this presents a deeper problem within the National Hockey League? 
no. I, I really don't. I, I just can't see where hockey players do this. I, mean, I do believe there are some hockey players who are like this. For all we know, Leipzig could have been under the influence while doing this. We don't know that. I do believe there are some hockey players that are like this. I, I, yeah, I, I think I, there are I, a lot more older hockey players who are like this when you look back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. But as times have changed, I don't think I, – I think the percentage of hockey players who are like this have gone down, like, significantly. Yeah. There was more of a culture really problem in this sense, I'd say, 20 years ago than there is right now. Yeah, I don't think that this is a very common thing today. But the other thing I wanted to say about the whole Leipzig thing, the apology he put out on Twitter has to be one of the laziest apologies I've ever seen. The fact that it was cropped, too. It was cropped. It's, it's almost like someone else wrote it for him. He just cropped it and put it in. I will bet good money on the fact his agent wrote that for him. Mm. Or somebody did. Very just questionable. Not really personal. You know, and he, he to be fair, he could have went the route that, oh, my account was hacked. I didn't send these messages. You know, he could have went that route, even though it's highly unlikely that's true. Listen, he took responsibility. Yes, which is a step in this. That's a step in this, which is something I was kind of like, hey, you know, he, he's a minute responsibility. He, he did it. And then there's Giannis, who was like, yeah, I was hacked, which I believe that too. Oh, yes, yeah. I believe that. Totally. Different sport. But, you know, he took responsibility, said it was his own fault, and what he said was, was he, I, believe he, he, I believe he's legitimately sorry now that he got caught. Yeah. But I, 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 would, did, I would imagine. I did want to talk about another uh, controversy kind of getting resolved. Do you see Bill Peters now coaching in the KHL? Yes, Bill Peters has moved to uh, the Russian League, the KHL. And uh, there was some fallout. Uh, didn't the leading goal scorer leave? Yeah. Now Somebody it's not – it's unknown whether or not it's com- – uh, is, is it completely connected to this? Or is it just citing, you know, differences with uh, team philosophy? Timing's coincidental. It, it, it really is. Which I mean, is, it uh, makes too much sense to say, hey – you know, I'm leaving because Peters is here. Yeah. But, and I don't, I don't want to bring race into this. Was the, I doubt the leading scorer in Russia was African-American. Doubt it. Yeah, I don't believe so. What a weird season in the NHL. Honestly, with all the coaches being moved between Bill Pe- the Bill Peters situation, the Babcock situation, the Jim Montgomery situation. It's all. It's just been a the crazy Jim Montgomery ride. situation was by far the weirdest of the three. By far, yeah. With the rumor of him at the Christmas party, because I remember, and... I remember, I called you the day it happened, and you're nor- like you're normally the one that's on top of everything. You're like, I have no idea what happened. I no, know what happened. No one knew just... anything for a month because after seeing the Babcock situation and how he what he did with uh, younger players on his team. And seeing the Bill Peters situation and the Akeem Aliou situation there. Listen, I, Babcock's the one that was most believable. I thought he was going to be gone. Oh, yeah. Team, right? yeah. You look at Jim Montgomery and you're like, and you see he's fired and there's not a reason why. And Dallas is doing well. I was going to say, then you see his record. Yeah. And you're thinking, what did he do? 
because it has to be something like this. And then it comes out that he has an alcohol problem and he's checked into rehab. I think of all the coaches that controversy surrounded this year, Jim Montgomery has the best chance of getting rehired in the NHL. I don't think you see Bill Peters back in the NHL ever. Yeah, and of course we're talking about coaches with controversy. And we're not talking Gerard Gallant, Peter Laviolette, you know, no, John Peter Hawkins, DeBoer, who's Peter, already has, who already has a – Peter DeBoer already yeah. has a job. But, uh, you know, Montgomery, the thing was – and this, the story with the Christmas party, you, we had to go through some digging to find the story with the Christmas party. Yeah, it took a lot. It took and a lot. it wasn't even confirmed together. if that's, like – It's still not confirmed. What did it? No. It's just he had an alcohol problem. Mm-hmm. It was just – he had an alcohol problem. He resigned, too, by the way. He didn't quit. He, or he didn't get fired. He resigned. Yeah. But, Which is know, always a better look. But that fits under the category of conduct detrimental to the team. Yeah. Which is why I think Brendan Leipzig, there's a very good chance that Tom McClellan – or Tom McClellan, Brian McClellan <laughs> just said, you know, we're going to release you because it's conduct detrimental to the Capitals. Yeah. And that I, I, that is grounds enough to terminate the contract. That is 100% grounds enough to terminate yeah. the contract. No doubt about it. I mean, it's just it's, – it, who knows how this season is going to get wrapped up. It's just been a crazy year all around. Could you imagine if some teams hire head coaches before the, the season's finished? The I mean, the Devils have looked. Gerard Gallant today too, was uh, who? John I'm Stevens. Kidding. The blast from came your out. with John Stevens. Yeah. yeah it's going to get a job next year. It's just been a strange year. It's a strange time to start a hockey podcast. <laughs> Simple <laughs> as that. Like, we're, we're choosing the, the wackiest time to Yeah. And I'll say this. By the time we record next, I think we're going to have a much clearer. I hope so. I really do. Is doing. I really do. I really I think we're going to see something come out. What's today, May 7th? I think you're going to see some come out by Sunday. I hope so. So we're, we're going to wrap up this episode now. Uh, we'd like to thank everyone who joined us. We hope everyone's staying healthy, staying safe. And uh, give you a little glimpse into next week. If, if there is new news, of course, we will talk about it. But next week and, we're going to discuss – And if Trish is here. And if Trish is here. Next week we're going to do, discuss some arenas around the league, and we're going to give a little bit of some rankings of home arenas. We've been to a few, each of us. and uh, Each different one. We've been yeah. to each different ones, too. Yeah. So we're going to discuss that next week. And we're going to end this episode. This is how we're going to end our episodes. we got a trivia question, which we will answer next on next week's episode. This week it is, which NHL player has played in the most regular season wins during his career? So that is the question going into next week. Which NHL player has played in the most regular season wins during his career? I want to thank you for joining us. Eric, thanks. I'll see you next week, my friend. I'll see you next week, brother. Hopefully – Tyler, Trish, as we call him, will be here. And give a like, follow, and share. And we will be back next week for another episode of Touch Icing.